Dude, I'm gonna go see Bullet for my Valentine. I haven't seen those guys, I believe, since the British Invasion Tour, which took place all the way back in 2016, the beginning of 2016. I mean, the reason I was excited to go to that show was because Ask Alexander were direct support to them, and Dennis Stoff was in the band. Danny had left, so... That was one like one of the first tours where they released the black, and that was one of the first tours they did. So I'm a, gonna go see Bullet for my Valentine again on Halloween. I'm excited. What are you guys gonna wear for Halloween? I'm a grouch, so I just go as myself. Like I'm like I'm awesome enough. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, Official underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys. Before I get into it, I finally got an answer. They're probably talking about it at the press conference right now. But I'm going to tell you guys, Jan Blakovic versus Alex Pereira will not be for the light heavyweight title. Again, I repeat, Jan Blakovic versus Alex Pereira will not be for the light heavyweight title. My theory is that they're going to do what we all thought they were going to do and just have the winner fight Iri Prohaska, depending on who, how... The winner comes out in all of this, whether he's really hurt by the end of it, maybe early next year, or if the winner wins rather quickly, they could probably fight December, maybe. That's my theory on it. And then AJ McKee is out of the light heavyweight, I mean, not light heavyweight, lightweight Bellator Grand Prix. So, Patricky Pitbull will now fight Ryzen's lightweight champion, Souza. I forgot his first name. I'll look it up right now, but just so you guys know. It reminds me of um, when Alistair Oberyn was supposed to fight in the Grand Prix for Strike Force, the second round, because he won the first fight against Verdum. And because I believe the big fight there was Fedor, even though right here it doesn't make sense because I did hear AJ got a staph infection. A really bad staph infection. But going back to what I was telling you. When he was going to fight Fade, he was The big matchup was Fedor versus Alistar, right? The strike force champ versus the longtime pride champ. Well, Fedor gets beat by Bigfoot Silva who was on all the steroids. So, I, I mean, Alistar beats Verdum. Which at the time was good because he beat an ex-UFC guy and he hadn't been in the UFC yet. But then, around that time is when the UFC acquired Strike Force. When I say acquired, they bought them. It's not that it was given to them, right? But I say that they were bought. And I think Alistar in his mind is like going, okay, well, Fedor's out. I believe at that time, the guys left were Bigfoot Silva, Alistar Overeem. Josh Barnett, no, Josh Barnett, yeah, Josh Barnett had already won.
And the guy that fights for Bellator, what's his name? The Russian dude that he got low blowed or low blow Matmitrion. I forgot which one of the two. Dude, I forgot his name, but I'll remember it right now. Hold on, hold on. But it reminds me of that situation where, like, I guess the only enticing match about it, Patriki, would have been the Usman Nurmagomedov fight. But he would have had to made it to the finals for that, you know? So we'll see what happens there. Because there was no guarantee he would get past Patriki. And then I believe he was fighting Alexander Shabli next. Because Alexander Shabli is the one that defeated Tofik Mozaev. Right? That's how that was going to work. Or was it Usman go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that was going to work. I think. Yeah, because I believe Usman's fighting Brett Prim is next. So the winner of Souza and Pitbull will now face Alexander Shabli at some point. But I'm going to look into the strike force thing and then I'm going to look into the staff infection. Hold on. Give me one sec. Okay. I got it right here. So the first fight was Bigfoot Silver versus Fedor. I believe the second fight was Andre Arlovsky versus Sergey Karatonov, which is Sergey, who I couldn't remember who it was earlier. Then I believe Josh Barnett fought Brett Rogers. And then in the final opening matchup, you had Alistair Overeem versus Fabricio Verdum. So Bigfoot takes out Fedor. Overeem beats Verdum. The alternate was Daniel Cormier. This was like Daniel Cormier's coming out party because this is where everybody realized who he was. And then Sergey Garatonov beats Andre Arlovsky and meets Josh Barnett in the finals who beat the brakes off of Brett Rogers. So I bet I bet you after Alistar won, he was surveying the field like, what is what is Bigfoot Silva do to me? Do for me? What is Caratonov do for me? What does Barnett do for me? So he went, all right, I'm out of here, and I'm going straight to the UFC because that December, he fought Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Those guys were on so much steroids, bro. It was not even funny. Now let's look up AJ's injury. AJ McKee reveals staph infection in the forced him out of Bellator Cross Rising 2. A staph infection has forced AJ McKee out of Bellator Cross Rising 2. McKee was set to face Patricky Pitbull in a lightweight Grand Prix quarterfinal bout on Saturday, but the former featherweight champion says staph infection in his knee is what caused him to withdraw. A Bellator official told MMA Junkie that McKee will be an alternate in the tournament moving forward. So he's not out, but something needs to happen to the competitors that are E. I mean, that's a double-edged sword because we could still get Usman versus McKee. McKee took to Twitter to release a statement showing some graphic images of his knee. I'm sorry, but I won't be fighting this weekend in Japan, McKee said. To all my Japanese fans, I'll see you guys soon. And guess what? We will be back in Japan. I promise you that. So I'll see you guys soon. I appreciate all the support. I ended up catching staff, guys. You know staff? It's a really bad infection, flesh eating. It's a really bad infection, flesh eating. It'll literally put you in the hospital. I had to go to the ER. I've been on antibiotics and it's healing up well. But make sure you take a look and I'll show you the process of what I've been dealing with. I have a couple of little holes in my knee, but we're going to come back stronger and better than ever. You already know what it is. Champ shit only. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Just to clear the air, 
The progression of this infection in one week shook my head. A few more weeks of rest slash healing, and it's back to the grind. Yeah, man. That sucks. Stepping in to face Patricky on short notice is rising lightweight champion Roberto de Souza. And what will be the new main event? Bellator Cross Rising 2 will take place at the Saitama Super Arena in Saitama, Japan. The event airs live on Showtime. The co-headliner will crown the inaugural Bellator Flyweight Champion with Kyoji Haraguchi takes on Makato Shinryu. I mean, that sucks for AJ, man. He could have been the first guy to be both Pitbull brothers and then got on to face Usman Nurmagomedov. I mean, the fight could still happen. Like, even if AJ doesn't compete in the tournament and Usman wins, it makes that fight way bigger. That should be the next fight. If Usman wins this tournament and Bellator still in business because I'm telling you, the cell, the, as the days go by, the cell looks more and more real. But I don't know, man. We shall see. We shall see. Did you guys hear about this Ben Ashkin Jorge Masvidal thing? Let's, let me see if I can find something on it. Let's see. George Masvidal reacts after Ben Askren calls for a rematch. Four years ago, George Masvidal became a superstar. Wow. His wins over Darren Till and Nate Diaz were notable. It was his vicious knockout of Ben Askren that really put him on the map. Just five seconds into the highly anticipated grudge match, Gamebred was able to knock Askren out cold with a nasty knee to the head. The rest, as they say, is history. Both men are now retired and seemingly happy with their decision until they began going back and forth at one another on social media. This led Ben Askren to calling for a rematch in mixed martial arts, not boxing in response to Masvidal posted. In response, Masvidal posted the following image on Instagram. This guy's still alive with laughing emojis. George Masvidal is easily one of the most dynamic strikers in UFC history. However, Following an unremarkable end to his time in the promotion, the expectation was that he'd enter the boxing he'd enter boxing if he opted to compete again. Askren, meanwhile, has always been known as a wrestler, which is probably what led him to being knocked out so brutally. I mean, I don't think the fight would happen, especially if it's a boxing match. We already saw Ben Askren get stopped by Jake Paul, so there's not too much excitement there. I'm going to tell you something, and it's not to put Jake Paul down, but Jorge Masvidal is levels above him in striking. Levels above him in striking. Okay, let's go over the card. Dustin Poirier will take on Justin Gaethje for the BMF belt. Jan Blakovic takes on Alex Pereira. Steven Thompson will take on Michelle Pijeda. Tony Ferguson will take on Bobby Green, and Michael Chiesa will take on Kevin Holland. And then Derek Lewis, I don't know why he's not closing out the, oh, no, well, this isn't him, is it? No, it's not, because this is welterweight. Uh, why don't you have Derek Lewis close out the, the prelims role? You have him fighting Marcos Rogerio de Lima. How come he's not closing out the prelims? What the heck? I object, UFC. Okay, let's look at it. Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland, a grappler versus striker. I think Kevin's going to beat him because I think Kevin's striking is too good. A lot of people don't think Kevin has good um, grappling. He does. The only thing is he fought Chimaev on like a few hours notice. Let's say a day. Let's give them the day. When you fight a guy that's been wrestling practically all his life, it's really hard to keep him off of you. 
But I like Kevin Holland and the Michael Chiesa fight. Tony Ferguson versus Bobby Green. This is a crazy fight. Crazy fight. I don't understand how Steven Thompson and Michael Pieta got placed over that. They should have went Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland. Steven Thompson versus Michael Pieta. And then Tony Ferguson versus Bobby Green, in my opinion. But Bobby Green versus Tony Ferguson, I mean, the style clash is what makes the fight interesting to me. Michael Pieta versus Steven Thompson, like, that's another one. The styles clash, like, you have a wild man, and then you have, like, the most calculated striker, counter-striker ever. So w what's going to happen here? Then you have Jan Blakovic versus Alex Pereira. What a fight, man. I mean, the only thing that concerns me is that Alex got knocked out in, I want to say May. Was it May? Let's find out. April, April 8th. So let me see. April, May 8th, June 8th, July 8th. So it's almost going to be about, it's been about three months going almost on four if they would have waited until August 8th. I don't know if Alex is ready, man, because Jan hits like a truck. I don't know if Alex is ready. That, that's what scares me. I like both guys, but I don't know if Alex is ready. But we shall see. We shall see because Alex has devastating leg kicks, obviously. And then he has devastating power in his hands. But Jan is made of steel, bro. But we'll see what happens. Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. That's fireworks waiting to happen, bro. I mean, the question becomes if in the third round, does Justin remain smart? Or does he start going into firefights and leave himself open and get caught? Because if there's anybody that's going to fight the same way for five rounds, it's Dustin Poirier. That guy is very methodical in how he approaches. Once he has you heard, that's where he rushes in and throws bombs and usually finishes the fight. I mean, this is a good fight card, man. Apparently, Paulo Costa was never signed to fight. Um, Al Sokrov, I think is his name. But we shall see, man. We shall see. He says that he knew five weeks ago that he was going to fight in October in Abu Dhabi. I'm like, what? What do you mean? But let's leave it there, guys. That's all I got for you. Peace. Make sure you follow me, Punch the Mouth Official, on Instagram. Official underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later.